sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell Good evening. Happy Sunday and welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. <clears throat> I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and I'm going to help you kill your Sunday early evening with some booze and conversation. Our guest this week is Mr. Matthew Teal, Regional Representative for Guardsman Furniture Protection Programs. And while that may not exciting, uh, may not sound exciting, uh, and no offense, Matt, on that, but oh, none taken. Uh, you're going to want to listen to this, listeners, because we're going to tell you everything you need to know about fabric protection and uh, how that program works, what the value is, and all types of exciting insider information. So, Matt, welcome to Drink in the Style. Thank you, sir. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Ah, it's a pleasure to have you on board. You guys may not know Matt is, is uh, a great guy, truly uh, 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 an individual who is a joy to, uh, to be around, so I'm sure you're going to be a great, great guest. Well, I'm really pleased to be here. Okay, so here uh, 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 is another first for Drink in the Style, and that is that our usual mixologist, Mr. Jordan Morris, is not available to be with us today. Jordan had an emergency catering event that pulled him away. So uh, so he's left us uh, uh, to fend for ourselves, and his, his absence is truly felt. That said, I... Gregory Rich, your host, will therefore be working as our expert mixologist. I love it. I love that you're getting the opportunity to uh, spread your wings because I feel like there's an inner inner mixologist inside of you that's just been waiting to come out. Yeah, but he's always drunk, so he can't really remember what the drinks are. That's the problem. I also understand that we don't have to um, fear too long because you are taking me to Mill Valley Kitchen immediately after this. <laughs> you are absolutely so, right. We're nice. going to swing over and we're going to talk about how great the show went without that 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 Jordan Morris. Love it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and of course, we're joined by Hunter Haas in the uh, production booth as well. Hunter, Hello. good to see you. Good to see you too. All right. So here we go. Dual uh, roles as mixologist and host uh, on Drink in the Style. So I thought to myself... What am I necessarily going to make for this particular episode? We like to have the cocktails reflect our guest's area of expertise. So I sat down and, and I thought to myself, you know, what do I think of when I think of Matt Teal? What do I think of? And <laughs> basically, Matt, when I think about you, I think about stains. Oh, good. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, I feel like I'm okay with uh, being associated with the imperfection. <laughs> yeah, are you? All right. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? In fact, I kind of like that. Good for you. So. All right. All right. Well, all right. So everyone should know Matt Teal. When you think Matt Teal, you think stains, discolorations, Mars, marks, and things like that. When I do think of stains, of course, I think of something else. I think of children. Okay. And when I think of children, I think of milk. All right. And when I think of milk, I move right along because I have no use for milk. But I move to cream. <laughs> and when I think of cream, I think of white Russians. Oh, absolutely. The chocolate milk for adults. There <laughs> You're absolutely right. It is. It's calcium rich and yep. delightful. Yep. So, uh, so we're going to do white Russians. I mean, it's an easy drink to make, and uh, and I think I'm actually capable of it. So, we are going to get started right away. For those of you who are not familiar with the white Russian, most famously drunk heavily during the uh, indie cult super movie, The Big Lebowski. Oh, the dude. The dude abides. Hunter, are you a Big Lebowski fan? I am. Everybody loves the Big Lebowski. I mean, the dude. The dude abides. I kind of got the look of the, the dude. Yeah, you got a little dude in you. You kind of do. I've got long hair and a mustache for the listeners. He's not wearing a bathrobe, though. Thank God for that. Um, so the dude, yeah, he drank the White Russian all the way through the drink or through the movie. And and you can't watch the movie without going on like a, a three-week Russian, White Russian oh, right, kick right, afterwards. right, right. That should be your uh, trivia question for next week or something, is how much did the dude write the check for for the, the cream at the beginning of, this, of the movie? You're absolutely right. Listeners, if anybody... <laughs> all right, this is... There it is. First person to go onto our Facebook page and tell me what the dude wrote the check for during uh, uh, The Big Lebowski when he bought cream gets 10% off anything at Habitation Furnishing oh, and Design. It. Nice. Nice. All right. Yeah. Hunter, let me know if anybody pings on Facebook and <laughs> Will do. comes up with the answer. 
All right. So a, a white Russian is a very simple drink, only three ingredients plus ice. So the ingredients are, of course, one part Kahlua, one ounce Kahlua, two ounces vodka, over ice with a generous splash of cream, and that is all that you need to do. So we're going to get started. I, uh, I forgot to ask Hunter to set up the, uh, the mixing music. But we're going to go ahead and we're going to do it anyway. Um, you want to do some acapella? Oh, that? no, absolutely not. Don't ask again. <laughs> All right. I appreciate the No, uh, Greg had me sing for him before coming on here. and Matt is I actually was... in a band of his own, and that band is called? Fender Bender. Fender Bender. Fender MN.com. There it is. Yeah. It's a little plug. Yeah. All right. So we have uh, basically rocks glasses. Uh, you don't want to use a taller glass because that's going to lead you to skew the proportion of cream. Okay. If the radio listening audience can hear, I'm filling the glasses with ice. I like a lot of ice. No, there's nothing wrong with ice. That's how no. I get my water. There's a guy who used to work at uh, the Mist restaurant or the Mist bar yeah. back in the day off of Lake Minnetonka. And I think he was like 86. And he, honest to God, said that he had not had a drink of water in like 50 years. <laughs> He got it all from just, from yeah. his melted ice. He lived which, till he was almost ninety too. Which I learned, by the way, from your from this show. Um, I did not realize that the definition of a cocktail was that it had water in it. I think Jordan mentioned that in a in a previous episode. Right? Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of I I had no idea. So we're mixing it together. We're doing two ounces of vodka. We chose Trader Joe's vodka um, because um, we also chose Trader Joe's uh, half and half. I will say I'm a big fan of their half and half, um, but I would not necessarily <laughs> say their vodkas at the quality <laughs> level, you would hope. Two ounces of vodka, one ounce of Kahlua. And Kahlua is a coffee liqueur that is uh, based on vodka as well. So we're really looking at two and a half shots in a uh, white Russian worth of alcohol. And then a generous helping, a dash, actually, of whipping cream. Stir. As we work through. And you, ladies and gentlemen, have created a white Russian. Oh. Absolutely delicious drink. I need I, the ingredients. I did not know the proportions, so this is actually really helpful to me. This one looks a little bit light, to be honest with yeah. you. I might have gotten too generous on the uh, on the uh, half and half, but uh, yeah. uh, nevertheless, it's still a great drink. So we're not going to drink it quite yet. Oh. We're going to go into the uh, commercial break okay. in just a moment and give our listeners a chance really to run to the kitchen, it. gather up the ingredients that are necessary for a white Russian. Okay. All right. Nice. Well, uh, we're going to go to break, but when we come back, we will be enjoying The White Russian with Matt Teal of Guardsman. A quick reminder that you are listening to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design. Check us out at habitationdesign.com or drinkinthestyle.com. We'll be back in just a moment. Where in the world you been? I ain't had the miseries. Since you've been gone Hello, trouble, trouble, trouble Welcome home Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Have you heard about Designer Rehab? Designer Rehab is the area's coolest furniture consignment store. Gently used furnishings as well as closeouts and clearance items at really stellar prices. Whether you're shopping or interested in consigning, Designer Rehab is a must-visit in the Twin Cities. Located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's, it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. 
Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces is having its annual store-wide sale. For the entire month of July, all of our indoor and outdoor fireplace products and accessories are at their lowest price of the year. At Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we display, explain, and install the Twin Cities' most diverse selection of indoor and outdoor stoves and fireplaces, including metal and masonry pizza ovens. My dog Stenson loves summers. Visiting the dog park, long walks in the woods, and sleeping in the sun. But he is missing winter. Oh, not the outdoor outhouse known as Paws or Frozen Ears, but those lovely long nights in front of the fire. I bought an energy-efficient wood stove from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces about seven years ago. Having a wood stove means more than lower heating bills. It means a happy dog. Come see us. We have over 35 working displays in our store, which is just off I-94 at the corner of Riverside and East Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, since 1977, out of the ordinary products and services to make fire work for you. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Welcome back to Drinkin' the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design, located on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. We are currently about to taste a white Russian in homage to Jeff Bridges and the Big Lebowski. That was um, the longest three and a half minutes of my life, letting this sit in front of me without <laughs> taking a drink, by the I way. Know, so thank you for uh, testing my patience. This I is, needed that. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is really my only exercise in self-restraint all week. And uh, I passed. I we, I, we, I We really, by the way, for the people that are walking up, watching on Facebook, they can... Uh, they can back this up. We really did not take a drink of it. So yeah, it's true. We raised it a couple times yep. and then and then stopped before we actually actually sipped it. I mean, it may be this uh, this kind of uh, sketchy vodka that I chose has me slightly frightened. <laughs> Although again, it's weird. Vodka is not supposed to taste like anything. Good vodka is supposed to have a, or any vodka by definition is supposed to be flavorless. And we did our pre-show shot. And uh, no, it says lots of flavor. I can't believe um, how much about my alcoholism I learn here. <laughs> I mean, because it really, there's a lot of that, you know, stuff I didn't know. And that's another one right there. The Educated Alcoholic. <laughs> that would have been a great radio program title. If we go back and redo it, that may be that. All right. So we're going to try and see okay. what the value of, of vodka quality is. I want you, Matt, to go first. You want me to go first? All right. So what I look for, I I, I got to tell you with what you said, I I don't want to taste the vodka. I don't want it to. I just want it to be. I, I want it to be there, mm -hmm. and I you know I want it to be that undercurrent of kind of that punch in the gut. But I want to. I want to. I want it to be chocolate milky. So here All right. I go. So he's gonna try. And we've also this is very light, and we did fortify this with a little extra Kahlua. And uh, no, he doesn't look happy. No, it's uh, it's good. I have it has all the elements of the uh, of it. Okay. Um, but I can. I can tell you, I, I can taste the difference between Kettle One and uh, uh, Trader Joe's versatile spirit vodka. I once had a guy who <laughs> he would only drink Chopin. He was a friend of mine. Chopin. Chopin, which is a potato vodka out of out of uh, Poland or something, I think. Named after the composer. Named, I assume, after the composer. Composer, and uh, and I had this uh, this big uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, taste test, a blind like the Pepsi Challenge taste test. Okay. In my office, this is back about 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I put a glass of uh, Kharkov vodka. Oh no! Which I believe is like six ninety nine <laughs> a, a bottle. Plastic bottle. Plastic <sighs> bottle. Um, then Chopin. Okay. Then Kettle One. 
Okay. And then Kharkov vodka that I had run through a uh, Brita water filter five times. <laughs> okay. Okay. And do you know what they chose? I oh, had two no. other guys tasting. So tell me again, how many how, how many choices? There were there five? Four, four, four choices. Four. There was Kharkov, Kharkov filtered, yep. Chopin, and Kettle One. I, I couldn't I couldn't guess because I've heard of wine taste tests like this too. Mm-hmm. Go on. The, the answer was, believe it or not, Kharkov. It actually not filtered. Not, the not filtered, filtered version. Not filtered. Kharkov <laughs> followed by Kharkov filtered followed by I think one guy liked Kettle One, the other guy liked Chopin better. Wow. I know it was just unbelievable. That is pretty funny. <laughs> I heard that there was a there's a, another podcast that I listen to, Freakonomics that. Oh, did this with uh, Stephen Dubner? Yes. Oh yes, yeah, love love it. Um, that did one with some club at Harvard, and I'm going to mess up all the details on this. But mm-hmm. they these guys were wine aficionados, mm-hmm. and one of their underlings set it up for them, and and they chose the the three dollar bo- the Trader Joe's bottle, right? Isn't and, it amazing? Yeah, and it, and they were not pleased with the results they were furious it's yeah. all about expectations yeah yeah i think and because uh, that was the one where they were trying to determine expectations uh, associated yeah. with the cost of the wine so they yes. they put one out that they said was a ten dollar bottle of wine yes one that was a thirty dollar yes, bottle of wine. you heard it love it big freakonomics listener. oh man in we fact did, another uh, thing we got in common did you happen to notice uh the latest freakonomics was uh the introduction future. of the future of yes. freakonomics yeah have some amazing things going yeah, on. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. I've learned so much on Freakonomics. I hope our listeners are <laughs> This is not listeners. a Freakonomics commercial, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Screw that. I'm sending a, uh, I'm sending a note to Stephen they Dubner. They send some and... of that money this way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's have some of that big Freakonomics swag. Yeah, exactly. As we send it through. It's, uh, no, it's awesome. It also, I also learned about, and this is totally off target uh, topic, but we're going to talk about it anyway, yeah. um, about the Cobra effect. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Cobra effect? Yes, but only recently. Okay. <laughs> and why don't you enlighten me again? Well, no, I mean, it's, 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 it's a great thing. Hunter, have you ever heard of the Cobra effect? No, I haven't. All right. I hope I haven't talked about this on the show because I talk about the Cobra effect a lot because I see it absolutely everywhere. Okay. The, it's an economics term, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And what it means is when you take reasonable action okay. and then that action results in the exact opposite effect from what you had intended. Yes. Remember? Uh, yes. Yeah. This is one of the things that they talk about with this, and thank you for refreshing me, was animals that are placed on the endangered species list. That sometime, sometimes, not when they're on it, but just before, if word hits people that they're going to say, okay, we're not allowed to take, you know, any of their environment or, you know, those sorts of things, that it'll lead to crazy you know, if it were really? an owl or something, they'll just say, well, let's log it all. So then they can't. Yeah. So it's, it's really, so if it, to me, it's like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it. Sneak it's attack. No, no warning. <laughs> exactly. They, they yeah. Through it. Yeah. So uh, quickly, cause I've always wanted a yeah. snowy owl uh, yes. stuffed on my mantle. So, oh, oh well, they taste like chicken. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> no snowy owls were hurt oh, uh, in any way in the making of this, this podcast. But the history of the Cobra Effect, because uh, listeners may remember, I, I, I love history. The history of the Cobra Effect comes from the uh, the 19th century governor of uh, Delhi. Yes. I don't know if it was Delhi or New Delhi. I okay. I'm not up on my geography in India. Who decided, uh, he was a British governor, and he decided that uh, there were too many Cobras. Yes. In the city. And if you ask me, one cobra is too many cobras. <laughs> but he said too many cobras. So he did a reasonable thing. He put a bounty out on cobras. Kill all the cobras. Seems smart, right? And he suddenly realized, they discovered that after about a year or something like that, there were more cobras than there had been before, or at least the same number in the cities. Mm-hmm. And yet they had been paying all this money for all these dead cobras. The right. Indians. And it was a short period of time before they discovered that an entire cobra farming industry had sprung up. Because <laughs> it was now a for-profit. Industrious Indians were farming cobras in their homes in the city of Delhi. Yeah. So they found that, and then the governor does the next reasonable thing, which is he says, all right, well, then kill that. I'm not going to pay for any more cobras. And then all the cobra farmers release, and and the city is overwhelmed with cobras. That's the cobra effect. Oh, Yeah, I've heard it. So back to Freakonomics, too. I think they've talked about it with um, charging, like, per bag of garbage, and then people, rather than, you know, 
paying by the bag or just throw it in the woods or in their neighbor's yard or whatever. Yeah. It's so, insane. Yeah. yeah. There are people will always so, find a way, yeah, you know, you can't yeah. outthink the horde, you know, the, the right. hive, I mean to say, that is to say yeah. all yeah. of the, you know, the creative minds. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, well, that was an interesting well, yeah, sojourn. Aside. And we've made our way through half of our white Russians already, which is the risk of a white Russian. I know. Uh, but <laughs> they mm. do go down very It is growing on me. That vodka, yeah, it's with every sip. It the Trader Joe's yes, vodka yes. is getting better and yeah, better. So that's the beauty of it. That's I why know. I always start with the good, the good booze, and then you move right, down. Right. All right. Well, once again, uh, I'd like to remind you: you are drinking, uh, listening to "Drink in the Style" with me, Gregory Rich, on AM nine fifty, the progressive voice of Minnesota. We're going to be back in just a minute, and we're going to actually talk about some important things associated with furniture business, with fabric uh, protection and furniture protection. Stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. This is Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, and I want to talk to you about rehab. Not that kind. I'm talking about Designer Rehab in St. Louis Park. Designer Rehab is the best furniture consignment store in the Twin Cities, and we're currently accepting consignment on gently used sofas, chairs, tables, and more. If you're ready for an upgrade, bring your furniture in for consignment. Then swing over to Habitation Furnishing and Design and let us fill your home with some of the best furnishings you'll find anywhere. Designer Rehab. It's only a matter of time. With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists, Warner Stellion. Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis. Did you know that Habitation Furnishing and Design has the area's largest selection of Noir and CFC furniture? Are you familiar with them? I once had a customer describe Noir as a cross between restoration hardware and Beetlejuice. I love that. And CFC, bench-made furniture out of the heart of California, is definitionally cool. In any event, check out the lines at NoirFurnitureLA.com and then swing into the store and check them out in person. Habitation Furnishing and Design, one mile east of Highway 100 on Excelsior Boulevard. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Habitation is Minneapolis's coolest furniture design studio. Our in-house design staff specializes in creating spaces that reflect your style, your values, and your taste. From edgy modern to transitional, Habitation is here to help you craft your home. Know what's also exciting? Habitation offers AM 950 listeners complimentary interior design services, which include an appraisal of any furniture pieces you may want to trade in for store credit. That's right. Habitation will take your gently used furniture and issue you store credit on fresh, fantastic furniture. Check out Habitation today. 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, one mile east of Highway 100, or visit us online at habitationdesign.com. With your AM 950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight will be mostly cloudy with a low around 63. Tomorrow is sunny with a high near 84. Tuesday, sunny with a high near 79. Wednesday, mostly sunny with a high near 81. And Thursday, mostly cloudy with a high near 76. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces offers great indoor and outdoor stoves and fireplaces. Good for warming yourself by a fire or cooking in a beautiful wood-burning oven. Conveniently located between Minneapolis and St. Paul at 2901 Franklin Avenue East. For more information, visit woodlandstoves.com. Shoes. 
drink in the style. We are listening today to some unusual music, the soundtrack from uh, Jeff Bridges' great movie, Crazy Heart. That was the Statler Brothers' Flowers on the Wall. I always think of that as a Pulp Fiction tune. I don't think uh, that one was in Pulp Fiction. Really? You're thinking of... I might think of Which one was the Statler Brothers on Pulp Fiction? Was it? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, I, I'm pretty dang sure. Because I don't have the Crazy Heart uh, soundtrack, but I but I own the Pulp Fiction one. Mm-hmm. I was issued it when I went to college in 1994. Really? Well, that's authoritative. <laughs> All right. Well, we, we sojourned into into uh, Pulp Fiction, which is also an amazingly good... <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, I thought we were on The Big Lebowski. but So I didn't realize... By the way, this is... I, I think I'm going to run out immediately. Won't run out. Look at me, how old I am. I'm going to run out and buy a CD. <laughs> that's, that actually just came out of my face. Yeah, anyway, that's... We're that's, dating ourselves, there's no doubt. Am I that old? We are all that old. Oh, that's my terrible. Lord. Are, it's just <laughs> terrifying. That, by the way, is Matt Thiel Hello. from uh, Guardsman uh, and a couple of other uh, areas that we're going to talk about. Um, and we have been enjoying the White Russians uh, way too much. Maybe uh, a little too much. On the show. But now let's jump and talk a little bit about something that may benefit people um, overall and something I actually think is really, really important and often misunderstood understood. So, Mr. Teal, yes. tell us in, in 90 seconds everything we need to know about furniture protection programs. I love it. Thank you. Um, so, the Guardsman Company is a company that I've worked for about for about a year and a half only, but I started working with them for a couple of reasons, but one of them is that I just, how much I believe in it. And um, one of the, actually, one of the first custom, customers that I met was at Habitation. And I have always thought, or I was just going to say that the um, on Minnesota's progressive radio, that you guys have a real stance in, in, take, in being a progressive leader in, in leading the way in this. Because um, I've always thought buying furniture is kind of an interesting thing. A lot of people don't like to buy furniture because they're they're approached by salespeople, right? Mm-hmm. And these salespeople are in their face all the time. Mm-hmm. And part of my thing as, as a rep on, on the other side is trying to help those salespeople to not, to take that salesperson mentality out of their, out of their vibe, mm-hmm. right? And if we can join with people and, and just looking at it a little bit differently and saying, I don't want to sell you furniture, but you know what I want to do is I want to help you create a room that somebody's proud of. Mm-hmm. And, and once you look at it that way, this 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 sort of protection thing that I that I work with the furniture protection programs, it it becomes a way to to ease people's mind and to and to have a longer enjoyment in that pride that mm-hmm. you that in all that time and effort that you took. That's a really good point. Yeah. You, you're exactly you're exactly right because you you know people are frightened of a number of things you know when when shopping and buying furniture. I mean, on one hand, yeah. you know, there's concern about you're putting your own taste and style on display, right? You know, and that's a little bit of an ego uh, risk. Right. Two, you're making an investment. I mean, furniture is. I mean, it's not buying a car, but it is. A big it's expense, often not cheap, right? Exactly. Yeah. And you know, how are you necessarily going to uh, to to you know get what you want out of that? But you made an interesting point, and that is the salesman aspect associated yeah. with it. Right now, one of the interesting things about the furniture protection program is that you know most people don't want to buy it because right. you know they feel that it's got to be some kind of a scam. It's it, it and when salespeople come up yeah. and offer it. Um, they feel like salespeople. When designers right. want to sell it to you, right. it it feels like this is like uh, getting the clear coat. Uh, exactly. The yeah, the undercoating from Fargo. Exactly. Bringing in every every movie. Total reference. movie theme. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. We You're going to want do that a great true movie quote, night. you know. Um, but you know, but the point is that it it is it is really a great product. So well, when you buy Guardsman Protection, what specifically does it do for you as a buyer? Right. So. I, every piece of furniture that you buy, it doesn't matter if you buy it at Target or at, at Habitation um, or anything in between, um, they always have some sort of warranty, right? If, mm-hmm. the, if the, you buy an end table and the leg cracks when you're putting it together, you know, mm-hmm. they, you can bring that back and they're going to they're gonna help you out. Mm-hmm. Um, we like to think that this covers things that you do. 
right, rather than things that would have happened anyway. So not manufacturers. Exactly. Manufacturers. So let's say the dog has an accident on it or the cat scratches it or um, uh, you have your friends over and they're not as, you know, they're clumsier with their white Russians than we are. Um, or if... Uh, I made a mess, actually. <laughs> oh, did you? I didn't notice much, that. Over. Much clumsier than me. <laughs> or, um, uh, you know, you've got, you've got kids or grandkids, and they take a Sharpie to the back of the marker. Or, you know, it's, it's all those things that, you know, getting back... I, I always go back to the pride aspect because we put, so again, so much time, effort, and money into creating these, these spaces that we're proud of. And to me, I always say that that one ink spot in your jug of Trader Joe's half and half really spoils the whole thing, you know? Um, and, and to, no, but really, I'm making a joke there, but really to me, I, I don't know, it's probably just my personality, but if I, if I put, you know, whatever, two, three, five, ten thousand dollars into a beautiful living room that I can't wait to show off, and two weeks into it, my, my daughter, you know, is coloring with Sharpie, mm-hmm. and, you know, and it ends up on, on there, I, um, you know, back to my imperfection, where I should—you'd think that I would embrace that, but um, but it's I'd but it simply takes something away from it. There's absolutely. no doubt. Absolutely. So you go in and 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 you spill uh, tomato juice on the rug, yes, or, or on yep. yeah, on the rug because it's yeah. covered yeah. rugs yeah. Uh, as well. Or you sit down on your dining room chair and you've got your car keys oh. in your back pocket and you stand up and you gouge into the seat right. of the dining room chair yeah. or you're sitting on your sofa and uh, and you know suddenly you you have your dog jump up right. and right. that dog starts chewing on his bone and in the process right. winds up ripping up the cushion that you didn't notice until yeah. it was too late and all those things are covered under <clears throat> the program can you believe that, that? It, and not only that but this is all they, they need to understand this is included Yes. With the service at at habitation, exactly. So it's it's uh, most places. I'm going to tell you, most places charge eight, ten, up to twelve percent of the price of the product. And for you guys to just say, you know what, our the happiness of our customers is too important to us. That this is just it's something we're going to take care of for them. Just take it off the take it off list of things they have to worry about. Right. Thank you. I mean, it's been the type of thing I've argued about forever, and that is that, you know, the world is so complicated. Can't someone who knows what they're doing, who's an expert in the field, necessarily make the decisions that are going to benefit me because I'm not equipped to make those decisions. It's like we said. So uh, a a person walks up to you, a salesperson walks up to you or a designer and says, would you like to buy the fabric protection? You're going to generally be inclined to say no because you want to save money. But in truth, it really is a great program. I mean, I've seen – I personally had an experience before I even owned this particular store where uh, my daughter was having a birthday party. Yeah. And her little friend spilled Kool-Aid all over the sofa. Right. And when I say spilled Kool-Aid, I should say they were watching (laughs) Caroline. They were five years old. I snuck in and screamed to try to scare them all, and she dropped the (laughs) Kool-Aid under the sofa. All your fault, clearly. (laughs) <laughs> but the 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 program uh, allowed me to call in a local or an eight hundred number. I don't remember which. Yeah. They sent somebody out within forty eight hours, tried to remove that stain, yeah. were unsuccessful, and replaced that sofa. I got a check for that actual sofa replacement. It was amazing. And just to, not to cut you off, but just. Let's say that fabric that you had on that sofa had been discontinued, right? Or, mm-hmm. you know, was no longer available and you had a matching chair and ottoman, mm-hmm. they would have replaced that as well. So they, it's, it's, it's not just the piece, but it's matching pieces. It's assuring you that what you have is going to remain beautiful. Absolutely. It's, I, I love that. Right. Say that again. It's assuring you that what you have is going to remain beautiful. Absolutely. And with a minimum of effort that you need to exert on right. it. It really does make sense. And that's why at Habitation we made the decision to go ahead and we're going to include that on all of the merchandise that we're selling. I cannot imagine a more progressive stance 
to take on, on, the, on the progressive voice of, of the Twin Cities. We want to make furniture absolutely great. I love and it. thank you. And, and kind of is progressive. And we try to be forward thinking, which is why, incidentally, Habitation Furnishing and Design was named an emerging star. What? Uh, in the North American Home Furnishing Association this year. Uh, stores that have been open for one to three years. We just made it under the wire on three years. That's pretty cool. Now, you've been in the furniture business for a while uh, as well. And I know you actually do a couple of things in addition. Let me ask you, what, what's the most, what's the first change that comes to mind that has happened since you got into this business? Changes. So um, when I talk about changes and, and, and the, uh, you know, the focus of this program is, is not only drinking, but design. Um, they so go I, hand I, in hand, Matt. They go hand, <laughs> they go hand in hand. They, they probably do. Um, I, you know, one of, the, one of the things that has really changed to me at retail um, and in customers' homes is what I'm going to call a change in what a, a lot of designers call the vertical design element of a room. So with that in mind, so w- when I started in furniture in 1995, um, we had all these tall pieces of furniture that we used to sell, right? So if you were going to sell somebody a living room, right, if you were going to work with them on putting together a living room that they were proud of, mm-hmm. you'd have to hide the TV in this big TV armoire, right? Yes. Um, we, big 300-pound TV, Yes, absolutely, way. absolutely, um, that you can't get rid of now. <laughs> <laughs> Literally have to pay to make it go away. Absolutely. Um, china cabinets. We used to sell, I, I literally used to put a china cabinet in 60 to 70% of the rooms mm-hmm. that I sold a dining table for, right? In uh, Furniture Today tells us, two years ago, they told us that we sold 3% of the china cabinets that we sold in 1995. Wow. So, isn't that crazy? Wow. That's what's happened to, and it's, and it has, no, it only has to do with style. My, uh, I'll just, a quick aside, a few years ago, my grandma passed away, and my mom asked me if I, I wanted her china, mm-hmm. right? And it was, you know, this was something that she had, I mean, one of her prized possessions. And I thought about it, and I'm like, you know what? <sighs> I'm never going to use it. I'm just going to store it somewhere, and I'm just going to feel bad when I sell it on eBay. Mm-hmm. Um, I said no. It's just not. It's not part of our lifestyle. We, right. we're, we're we're getting rid of things, not it just adding things. Work. Right. My own my own parents uh, yeah. actually asked me a couple of or a number of years ago um, if I would like the tea set that oh. they had the silver the yeah. silver tea set that I spent half of my childhood polishing. <laughs> and and I said no. And 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 you know what? Actually, interestingly enough, though, I actually regret that decision because the. <laughs> No, I mean, silver is incredibly cheap. It's like $3 an ounce right, or something. Okay. It's insane. But there's a company called Julia Moss. Mm. She is awesome. She has a, a studio uptown. She developed this system for dipping china or tea cool. sets into these brightly colored, like wow. I'm pitching Julia Moss. Yeah, right. Um, uh, these brightly colored <laughs> paints and makes these amazing looks. Wow. It's so cool. So, I mean, it's using something, you know, to update it that is still got the bones of awesomeness. Can we be- get back to the changes when we get back? We will. We're going to oh, come back in you, just a you, moment. Uh, back to the changes. <laughs> Once again, drinking the style here on AM 950. <laughs> Stick with us because we're going to talk about some really interesting stuff when we get back. Sharing your suffering to make you well, to make you well. Give me reasons to Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, right here on AM 950. If you're a small business owner like me, I know you're buried in paperwork. State tax filing, sales tax, property tax, insurance, it never ends. But what about payroll? I'd like to recommend ADP. ADP can handle all of your payroll needs, ranging from direct deposit to unemployment insurance. And they've got great local representatives as well. Why don't you give my rep, Shelby Loga, a call at 320-420-0900. The only thing better than being outdoors soaking up that summer sunshine is coming into a nice, cool, air-conditioned house afterwards. So if you're looking at updating or buying a new AC, Standard Heating and Air Conditioning has some great systems at $700 off during July. There's even easy financing options available on approved credit. It's no sweat. Really, no sweat. Call today and ask how you can save $700 on your new air conditioner. Learn more at standardheatingdeals.com. Some restrictions apply. Hi, Gregory Rich, owner of Habitation Furnishing and Design and host of Drink in the Style right here on AM 950. Hey, I've only got a few seconds, so here's the deal. Habitation is the coolest furniture store in town. Not only have we got some of the most exceptional furniture in the cities, but in many cases, 
Habitation can offer you store credit on your existing furniture. Stop in, talk to one of our designers, and let us help you make your home exceptional. Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. This summer, you have lots of choices when it comes to your carpet and air duct cleaning, so make it a smart one with Zero Res. Only Zero Res cleans with patent empowered water, so you know you get healthy, clean carpet that's safe for your family. It's like remodeling, but without the price tag. So schedule your carpet cleaning today and get the Zero Res Summer 3 Room Special. And this month, save $50 when you get your air duct Zero Res clean. Call 952 Zero Res or visit ZeroResMN.com. Zero Res, spell it backwards or forwards, it spells the same. Hi, Gregory Rich, host of Drink in the Style, Sundays at 5 p.m. right here on AM 950. Have you heard about Designer Rehab? Designer Rehab is the area's coolest furniture consignment store. Gently used furnishings as well as closeouts and clearance items at really stellar prices. Whether you're shopping or interested in consigning, Designer Rehab is a must-visit in the Twin Cities. Located at 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park, Designer Rehab, it's only a matter of time. Goss Modern out of Toronto, Canada has crushed the Twin Cities market with their amazingly refined blend of mid-century and contemporary furniture styles. It's kind of Scandinavian, it's kind of clean, it's, it's just plain cool. And the fact is that Gus Modern is an affordable, delightful product line. We've got all of it for you to take a look at Habitation Furnishing and Design on Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. Come on in and check it out or go to GusModern.com. Furnishing and Design in uh, St. Louis Park on Excelsior Boulevard. Um, Matt. Yes, sir. We had started a conversation on changes yeah. in, the, uh, in the industry. You had mentioned China cabinets. You're absolutely right. That type of thing is gone. Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? I mean well, so I, was talking, I, was talking about the, I, I was talking about the lack of vertical design elements. And, of course, you know, you and me get together and with a drink in our hand and we go left and then left again and then back to the right and then hard left, then U-turn. Um, so I, I was just mentioning, <laughs> which was what makes this program fun. Um, I was just mentioning things that we used to sell for the living room, family room, and dining room that, that were tall, right? Mm -hmm. um, I'll just, to, just to finish up, we used to sell wall units. I mean, if you walked into a retail store, there were all these big things to house the TVs. There were computer armoires. If you didn't have a whole room to devote to the computer, you'd put it in the back of the family room and you'd hide it in this big thing. Believe it or not, we used to sell gun cabinets. Can you even imagine that? The people, I, I, we could get off uh, on a let's, tangent let's big not, time on that. Let's we're not avoid that there. one. Um, but but <laughs> I'll just say this. People used to think it was a good idea to put a guns in their entryway <laughs> in a glass cabinet. Notice anyway, the, moving the on. Cabinet and the gun cabinet. <laughs> right. Welcome to my All right, moving on, moving on. Um, so, uh, here's the point. The point is, and this is something that I like to say, is that Good design doesn't end at the top of the back of the recliner, <laughs> right? It's, it's got great truth. I'm not sure it's right. going to be a memorable line, <laughs> right. but it's got great truth. It's right. Um, so vertical design elements are really important now. So that's the biggest change now is, is having to hunt a little bit for that vertical design element. So um, that was one of the questions that I, that I wanted to ask of you is what, you know, what really cool things – you know, etagers and big leaning mirrors and art and, and clocks and uh, and uh, bookcases and what, you know, what neat things they have at Habitation that fill that vertical design niche that, you know, I, I'm going to tell you, you don't see out there in the furniture industry. You know, that's, I mean, honestly, that is a really absolute truth and it's a challenge for designers. It's, yeah. It is vertical. All yeah. the vertical stuff, yeah. as you're pointing out, the media cabinets, yeah. the tall things that would fill up wall space, would give you some height, would, as they always like to say on, on design shows, yeah. draw the eye upward. Right. I don't right. know why everyone's eyes are supposed to be drawn upward, right. but they are. We're and all of those sky. stalwarts are, are gone. Right. And how do you address that? I mean, yeah. one of the things, one of my favorite suppliers at uh, at the store that does a lot of things like that is Philips Collection. Nice. Which is 
what they call organic contemporary design. Cool. So they do a lot of these really awesome um, burl of, woods. Yeah, the yes. and comcha wood yeah. consoles and things. And then they also do a lot of sculptural work. Yeah. Statues um, that are kind of contemporary or organic. Yeah. Pieces of freestanding wood. We also, you know, you remember the grandfather? Of course you remember the grandfather of clocks. Of course. <laughs> right, it, you know that was the concept was that it would draw the eye forward. Yeah. We have, and this is a beautiful setup. Really. Oh my gosh, we are professionals. I can't now. believe I can't believe how how well this worked out. One of the great suppliers that uh, is, is on the floor at Habitation Design is a company called Howard Miller. Howard Miller, right? Howard Miller, which is. Um, well, they're the largest clock company in the world, and what do you know? I represent them as well. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. Oh my gosh, bump set that's spike. amazing how that worked out. Howard yeah. Miller used to be known for doing a lot. I mean, they started to a great extent, or their biggest impact on the market was with grandfather clocks. Absolutely, and these large, tall, traditional pieces. Absolutely. In fact, to this day, eight and a half out of every ten grandfather, I'm putting that in quotes, clocks. Um, sold in the world, not the nation, in the world, is a Howard Miller. Um, really? Yeah, isn't that insane? That is um, insane. But it has completely changed. It's not a big cherry thing with that split pediment at the top. It's not a. It's not an oak bonnet thing with a seashell on it, right? You should see this stuff. It's pretty cool. It's two slabs of solid acacia live edge with chrome on it. It's... Um, it's steampunk. It's um, it's it's it doesn't it really doesn't matter as contemporary as your room is, as tra transitional, as traditional as farmhouse, as you name the style. Um, they have that vertical design piece. It's yeah. it's 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 an absolutely great line. And you know yeah. what I'm going to actually do right here, spur oh. of the moment. Uh -oh. it's actually, okay. legitimately is Howard Miller items at uh, Habitation Furnishing and Design are going to be twenty percent off this week. Oh my gosh, it's so cool! And uh, and it's going to be a. Uh, 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 a chance for people to come in and take a look and see how this this whole organic movement is necessarily love it gonna 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 work. So yeah, I mean it's it it is it is wonderful. So folks, please do come in and, and have a quick lesson, uh, have a quick look at uh, at Howard Miller's uh, yeah pieces. So back to that change. So that that is really it. Uh, back to the changes. That is really what. I would say has been the biggest one that I've seen is just that change in that in that room and i just I'm, I'm so appreciative of how habitation it has embraced that thank you so thank you thank you very much i'm really i'm proud it's a really cool story i should also talk about and actually that's oh, also sorry. a great transition no 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 that's a great transition into this week's habitation audio log Ooh. Uh, which these. is, again, here on the fourth segment of the show, um, kind of a, a, a standard issue or a standard uh, thing that we do. And it's a difficult thing to do these days because I will uh, be completely frank. All hell has broken loose to a certain extent on, on the plan associated with the opening of the new location in St. Louis Park. And um, I am always reluctant to even talk about this at, at, at this particular point because right now um, no work has been completed at Habitation uh, and its new location while the, uh, the City of St. Louis Park's Inspection Department has basically not been issuing any permits and we may wind up doing in the very near future a radio program talking about the difficulties associated with being a small business and working with a city that is uh, uh, making it much, much harder than it necessarily should be. So I wasn't sure if I was going to read the Habitation audio log or not, but you know what? The heck with it. I am going to read. I can't wait. Uh, I love this. I love this part of the show. I wish I... I really do. <laughs> it used to be so positive. It really was. And then... The uh, truth is always positive. Yeah, well... Eventually. It will set you free. Eventually, but not until it beats the crap out of you. All right, let's do it. The heck with it. All right, here we go. Habitation audio log installment nine... We've all lost. Some of you may have noticed that I didn't actually do a Habitation audio log last week and that pr the previous few were a bit amorphous. The reason has been that the build-out of the new location stopped over a month ago after I ran into problems with the St. Louis Park Inspections Department. 
Since that time, no work has been done, no permits have been issued, and contract, no contractors have been on site. As of today, we still haven't received the city's approval to work on the site, and they have indicated that they will not be issuing a permit until, and this is the latest request after we had uh, followed uh, or completed a checklist of a ton of unusual requirements from them. Uh, no permits will be issued until the Metropolitan Council completes something called a whack and sack determination. Yeah, anybody who knows what that is. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with this type of thing, a whack and sack determination refers to an evaluation of a commercial property's water and sewage usage when one owner or tenant is replaced by another. Interestingly, the previous tenant was both retail location and a commercial laundry. So the assumption that we will be using more water and creating more waste than they were is absolutely absurd. Nevertheless, the City of St. Louis Park Inspections Department has decided that they want to see the results of the whack and sack before they'll issue us a build-out. Uh, the Metropolitan Council uh, says that it has, uh, will not be able to return its determination until around the 24th of July of this month. And since all contractors have already been set free, since we can't do any more work, everything is ground to a complete and total halt. As such, uh, Designer Rehab's future is unknown in this particular location. I may just give up and turn it into a storage area and then go rent space in a city that actually will appreciate a new business being opened. Um, the end. I didn't realize you were going to become a full-time waterbed store. <laughs> and that was uh, what they were worried about. I'll tell you, you if were I... going to pioneer the double deck, the, the bunk waterbed. <laughs> <laughs> the shortest live concept of all time, the double waterbed. The waterbed bunk bed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. It's, it's, it's terrible. And I've been, uh, I've been trying to work with them and, uh, there's so many things I can and cannot or should or should not say on this show. All I know is that right now it's a vacant space in an area that the city actually got a, uh, a grant from the county to try to revitalize and encourage small businesses to move in. And then as a small business, I try to move in and it's, it's been terrifying I, uh, and horrible. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing <laughs> what happens when you give people the tiniest amount of power. Oh, no, that's horrible. You know, we had this one segment, the, the Habitation blog, that I actually had to tape over when I had the art <laughs> girls in, yeah. um, Holly and Kelly. And uh, my lawyer told me that I needed to <laughs> not play that show. Let's that rewind segment, that one. So, Anyway, there it is. We don't have time for uh, some additional questions. I apologize for that. But, uh, I had a we blast. Have, I'm glad. Matt, thank you. Thank you. You. for being on the show. We really do appreciate it. On behalf of our expert mixologist, me, um, and of course, Matt Teal, uh, I'd like to wish everyone good luck this coming week and remind you that in the words of George Bernard Shaw, success does not consist of never making mistakes, but of never making the same mistake twice. There's a lot inside that quote. Folks, thanks. Have a great week coming up, and we'll talk to you next Sunday. Savannah, well, see the way she walks. Hey, brother, pour the wine. <laughs>